Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Angels Envy. Envy is commonly regarded as a vice, but it can be a good thing. Envy can be a catalyst for creation, inspiring the world to raise the bar. And Angels Envy is a bourbon that is worth the envy. Angels Envy bends the rules. It's a little different from all the other bourbons out there because Angels Envy is the pioneer of secondary finishing in bourbon. Angels Envy is finished in port barrels, which adds a layer of complexity to the whiskey and gives it a unique and approachable flavor. Plus, Angels Envy is one of the first full production urban distilleries in downtown Louisville. And whether it's for someone special or to bring to a housewarming party, Angels Envy makes the perfect gift. These angels are so, they have so much envy with its unique bottle design. Angels Envy bourbon finished in port barrels is sure to be the envy of any bar cart too. Look for Angels Envy bourbon finished in port barrels. Please drink responsibly. Copyright 2024. Angels Envy bottled by Louisville Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. Do you guys see Usher? Yeah. I thought Usher was great. Uh, Take off your shirt in front of 120 million people. I that's mean, cool. Wow. The that's co- cool. Like just the, He's 45. The, the 45. I, I went through and just was like, let's check everybody's ages. Mm-hmm. Let's just find out what we're working with here. Mm-hmm. Usher, 45. Alicia Keys, 43. Uh, is little John? Yeah. Uh, I think he was like, he's in his 50s. Yeah. It was, I was like, this is this is what I want. This is. Oh, yeah. Just... We can get you up there. Absolutely. <laughs> we can get you up there. <laughs> what I want to see, yeah. for the record, what I want to see. You want to do I... a live podcast halftime show? Just the Hell hot. Yeah. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah, going? that's it's like, it's so funny. It's like Usher can pull off taking off a shirt. I can't pull off having clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Hey, first of all, before we even get to the show, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm aware that there are people that are confused by the fact that I'm at the couch, the producers and writers are at the table. If you have another arrangement of bodies, pitch it. Yeah, tell us how you want our bodies. I'm here with Sarah, Brian, Hallie. Hi. Hi. You could lay across it like a grand piano. <laughs> Kendra's on assignment. <laughs> we don't know where. We definitely don't know. She won't tell us. Nor should she. I'm not that curious, honestly. It's not my business. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. What a weekday. <laughs> nice. A Super PAC supporting RFK Jr.'s presidential bid spent $7 million to run a Super Bowl ad that closely resembled an ad for John F. Kennedy's campaign during his 1960 run, including its famous jingle. Nice. I love of that course, song. <laughs> it's great. Of course, one big difference between JFK and RFK Jr. is that JFK had a brain. And we know that for a fact. We've seen it. <laughs> start off hot this week. <laughs> I like that. It's a great it, joke, but to start off with it. No, no. It's a tough way in for sure. We were talking about this before the show that like, man, that's what politics used to be. You just say your name over and over <laughs> again with pictures of yourself. Biden and Biden and Biden and They should make an ad like wins. that. But I do think we we really need to stress the point, like that back then he was the hottest man that a lot of people had ever seen. Like people saw him, they're like, "Good lord, men can look like that." He's got my vote. It's like the fact. And you're saying that's not the case for Joe Biden? Oh no, for me, absolutely. (laughs) But it's so hard. They're all so hot. That's my problem. Kennedy family members, including Bobby Shriver, publicly objected to the ad, and RFK Jr. apologized, saying, Bobby, I'm so sorry if that advertisement caused you pain. The ad was created and aired by the American Value Super PAC without any involvement or approvals from my campaign. 
Federal rules prohibit SuperPACs from consulting with me or my staff. I send you and your family my sincerest apologies. God bless you. One problem, at the time of this recording, the offending ad is still RFK Jr.'s pin tweet on X. <laughs> hey, I had no involvement or approval in this, but to be clear, I love it and think it rocks. It's also like, I'm sorry to your family, and it's also my family, and I'm sorry to my family also. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure everyone has seen this thing that I'm apologizing for, just so the, the apology makes sense. I just want to make sure everyone's seen it. Seven million dollars. Seven million dollars. What does a 30-second ad on this show cost? It's not $7 million. <laughs> Shoot. You could buy that bookstore in Pasadena for less than that. Damn. <laughs> I, I, that's true. Six million. So there's a bookstore in Pasadena that's for sale. you trying to buy? Six million dollars. There I'm is? trying to buy it. Yeah. Wow. Think about the difference in the value of a bookshop that exists for well more than 30 seconds. It's a bunker in the community. And it's filled with books. Those books come with it. Mm -hmm. I assume. They do. They must. I they must. <laughs> what? I, I reached out. You reached out about buying a bookstore in Pasadena? Yeah. Do you want to see the email? Okay. Maybe later. Yeah, yeah. not right now. Should we set okay. up a GoFundMe so we can buy this bookstore? Let's yeah. do it. What yeah. else are we doing? Oh, wait, sorry, this. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of crackpots appealing to right-wingers nostalgic for the Cold War, at a rally in South Carolina on Saturday, Donald Trump said that he would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want to a NATO ally that hadn't spent enough on defense. You didn't pay. You're delinquent. He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Trump talks about America's allies like someone who's been in therapy and become a worse person as a result. <laughs> Actually, don't owe my friends anything. Oh, you've been attacked by Russia. Please don't trauma dump that on me. <laughs> President Biden called Trump's NATO comments appalling and dangerous, saying in a Sunday statement, if my opponent, Donald Trump, is able to regain power, he is making it clear as day that he will abandon our NATO allies if Russia attacks. We're talking about membership dues here. It's like if you missed a rent payment and Donald Trump released a Wolverine into your house <laughs> or to make it more salient to Trump's defenders, a trans Wolverine into your house. <laughs> if I ever build a time machine and I will. My first stop is Philadelphia 1787. I'll bring with me a TV and a VHS copy of Airbud, and we're going to write down every conceivable fucked up thing a president could do so this shit never happens again. And we're turning some of those commas into periods and cutting a few dependent clauses while we're at it. A couple lead poison beer brewers included in a side about a militias, and now you can bring a gun to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's stupid. That is stupid. Also, those S's that look like F's. Yeah, get them out of there. Get them out of there. <laughs> That's your first stop if you have a time machine? It's probably a few things we'd have to change. What? That's your first stop if you have a time machine? Yeah, that's what I said. That's my first stop. Well, the nice thing with a time machine, you just uh, go back in time. It doesn't really matter which one you do first. It's What's your first, first stop, Brian? What is my first stop? Is that Kill Hitler? I thought that's what you were going for. What did you say? Kill Hitler? <laughs> I thought you said Hillary. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, that's the second stop. It all part of my I'm plan. with her, but not how she wants it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kill Hitler, and then I let Hillary kill me. God, I've sent you the plan already. <laughs> I know. I didn't open it. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg also hit back at Trump in a Sunday statement saying any suggestion that allies will not defend each other undermines all of our security, including that of the U.S., and puts American and European soldiers at increased risk. It takes some real talent to freak out this many countries at once. How many American presidential candidates have made Montenegro shit bricks? Just one. And it's the guy that confuses it with Monaco. <laughs> Nikki Haley <laughs> condemned Trump on Face the Nation, saying... Don't take the side of a thug 
who kills his opponents. Don't take the side of someone who has gone in and invaded a country and half a million people have died or been wounded because of Putin. Don't take the side of someone who continues to lie. I dealt with Russia every day. The last thing we ever want to do is side with Russia. Of course, she dealt with Russia while working in the administration of the same man she now admits is completely unfit, who was just as unfit then as he is now, and she seemed to have no problem with it at that time. But we can talk about that when she's not losing to none of the above. <laughs> Other Republicans, shockingly, haven't been so critical. Senator Lindsey Graham told reporters, give me a break. I mean, it's Trump. All I can say is while Trump was president, nobody invaded anybody, I, which is not true, obviously. I think the point here is to, in his way, get people to pay. Republicans are a wife at a country club dinner, perpetually one clonopin and two glasses of wine deep, explaining how her husband is just a little rough around the edges after he called a middle-aged server honey while waving a piece of steak at her, saying, does this look medium rare to you? Are you watching a feud? No. It's very that. Okay. Marco Rubio said on CNN's State of the Union that he has zero concern. He doesn't talk like a traditional politician. Oh, he God. told the story about how he used leverage to get people to step up to the plate and, and become more active in NATO. He, I, I have zero concern because he's been president before. I know exactly what he has d done and will do uh, with the NATO alliance. He doesn't talk like a traditional politician, you guys. He talks like a ventriloquist dummy the devil brought to life in the <laughs> Twilight Zone, which is why I, Marco Rubio, think he should be president of the United States. He's not some pointy-headed intellectual. That's the thing about Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if you thought that he was. I did. But he's not. Mm. Okay. I don't know what you're all so worried about. He was president for four years, and even though he threatened to pull us out of NATO on a near-constant basis, began a troop withdrawal from Germany, lied about and mismanaged one of the biggest public health emergencies in human history, celebrated when children were ripped from their parents' arms at the border, hundreds of whom were never reunited, tore at the social fabric and pushed the country into a state of permanent agitation and disgust, and led his CPAP shock troops to storm the Capitol. It was fine. Nothing that bad happened to me. Can I ask a question? Because mm -hmm. I'm not a savvy political operator like sure. you. Sure why would he go on TV and do, like, can't, no one's, if he didn't talk, no one would be like, what does Marco Rubio think? So what does he gain by doing this? I really don't know. I actually find it confusing. I don't know what his goal was in going on the show. I also don't know why, uh, I mean, I understand why he decided to endorse Donald Trump. I think it was either just before, I think it was just before the Iowa caucus, because if you're not doing it early, you're not doing late. And if you're going to do it anyway, get the credit for having done it. I don't I don't understand his motivations. Yeah, I, don't know I think I get endorsing him, but like rubbers, you don't have to vocally rubber stamp everything like he's not keeping track. Does he want to be vice president? I mean, yeah, that's I think, he, I think like he thinks of himself as being on the vice presidential shortlist. So he's he probably putting it out is. there as a defender. Can't, Will Marco? Can't the, is this true that the president and vice president can't be from the same state? Yes. So it's very mm. true and it's pretty clear cut and they're both from Florida. So that's a huge problem. But, but is it residency or like from? I don't I think it is like you can't be from. I think you can't be citizens of the same. You, you can't, can't be, file taxes. I in think the like same you can't state. be from the same okay. states. And so, I mean, look, the insurrection, the insurrection clause is also, I think, pretty straightforward. Hmm. Um, though yeah. I have my qualms about that, but maybe there's some way they think he can get around it. But yeah, I think he wants to be vice president. I also think he's 
probably on some level convinced himself of this, right? Like, oh, this you is the to. media going wild again. Over, He's telling a story about something he claims to have said years ago. So it doesn't really change anything. This is who he is. He kind of, he's in a, in a kind of boorish way, making the point that he wants European countries to spend more on NATO. And Trump clearly did some cleanup of this because somebody in his campaign gave him a cattle prod and did a true social saying, I want NATO to be strong, some version of that. Anyway, the Kremlin declined to address Trump's remarks with Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov telling reporters, I am still Putin's press secretary, but not Trump's. Continued Peskov. Also, I believe that Harry and David's gift basket we sent him speaks louder than words. <laughs> hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by WikiHole on Wondery. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia, but that's okay because you can learn all about it on the new podcast, WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carton and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. We love Darcy. Love Darcy. And if you listen to WikiHole, you learn that is the sciencey term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders how the hell did we get here. Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? Would you read a book? Would you show up for a friend? I mean, maybe I'd hang out with a friend. I don't know if I would show up for a friend. Well, okay. Good to know. Good to know. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. Yeah, we do. But at the same time, then you check your screen time on your phone and it's always like six hours a day. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of people running around playing busy, you know? Yeah. If you're on your phone for six hours, you could be less busy. You could be less busy. Just put your phone down. I'm I'm as guilty as anybody. That's what therapy's for. It helps figure out these problems. (laughs) Put down your phone for an hour during therapy. Yeah, you can't be on your phone during therapy. They hate it. (laughs) But they can't stop you. It's your hour. Anyway, the point is, everybody needs therapy. I need it. John needs it. Anyone else? Anybody else? <laughs> no, that's it. Just that's the two it. of us Just need it. Just the two of us. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love it. What a Weekday is brought to you by Tommy John. Ever look back at your butt and think you deserve better? Every goddamn day, Tommy John. <laughs> this year, introduce yourself and your behind to the best with Tommy John's super soft underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. Tommy John's breathable, lightweight, and moisture-wicking fabrics are designed to make you feel that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Their tri-blend and modal fabrics stretch four times more than competing brands. Guys are nuts about Tommy John's comfort innovations. Supportive hammock pouch, easy to access, horizontal, quick draw fly. It's no surprise Tommy John sold over 20 million pairs of their lint-free, fuzz-free underwear, all featuring their famous no-wedgie guarantee. With thousands of five-star reviews, Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Plus, your most valuable assets are always protected with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Oh, they protect your IRA? That's a (laughs) joke about a retirement account. I'm a huge fan of Tommy John, and I can tell you this this is a real story, which is I literally was like, you know what? I've been, I've been wearing Tommy John's for years. And in my private life, I said to myself, you love Tommy John, but there's a lot of other brands out there. I tried a few. And you know what? I came back. There you go. I really did. Mm-hmm. Sincerely. Huge fan. They're Shop great. Tommy John and get 20% off your first order right now at tommyjohn.com slash L-O-V-E-T-T. Save 20% for a limited time at tommyjohn.com slash love it. If you go to Tommy John, 
and you just buy as many pairs as you think you could possibly need. And then they're all the same. And then when you go into that drawer, they're all the same kind of underwear in different colors. That's the dream. No decisions. That is the dream. That's the fucking dream. You don't want decisions. Tommy John. Underwear or socks. Yeah, that's right. Tommyjohn.com slash L-O-V-E-T-T. See site for details. And we're back before we get to the rest of this week's so far wondrous news. Love It or Leave It will be coming to Washington, D.C. on April 25th for a show at the Lincoln Theater. Go to cricket.com slash events to grab your tickets now. They are Selling pretty fast, I gotta say. Gonna be some good guests. And we have some good guests. Yeah, secret though. Secret, good guests. We have a new high note submission system as well uh, because we've... We can't figure out the phone. We can't figure out (laughs) the old system. It's over. So if you submitted a high note in between the show where we asked you to call that number and the show where we said to stop calling that number, Mm -hmm. those are lost to time. Those are... High note heaven. In in the base of the part of the pyramid, we can't access. We buried them as a time capsule. Yeah, they'll just they'll be there for the future generations when they unlock that Gmail inbox and we and figure go, out what's Aw. going on in there. Oh, yeah. I'm happy they're engaged. Send a voice memo <laughs> to lowly high notes. Why is it a Gmail, not a crooked? That was the whole issue that we couldn't set up with a work email. Yeah. Also, you know we don't know. <laughs> it's lowly, I have to ask permission to set up a crooked email, and Lo- I could just set up a Gmail. Lowlyhighnotes at gmail.com. L-O-L-I highnotes at gmail.com. Or, if you're a friend of the pod subscriber, you have the exclusive ability to leave us your high notes without the hassle of a call or email. You can head to Friends of the Pod Discord and post a comment or voice memo in the Love It or Leave It channel or High Notes channel, and maybe you'll hear it on the show. What? What a perk. Yeah, it's just so hard to send an email. Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of weak defenses. Oh, my God. That was a transition between. We can't put the. We wrote a whole transition. The, so just so. For, yeah. Hey, no, previously, on, from, before previously the break, on. from before the break, we were talking about NATO defenses. Just reminding everybody. They'll remember. They just saw it. And speaking of weak defenses. Speaking of weak defenses, the fallout has continued since special counsel Robert Herr released his nearly 400-page report. We're doing great. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm crying, but it's the sty. That while President Biden should not be charged for possessing classified documents after he left the White House in 2017, he should have a very, very shitty weekend dealing with the conclusions in the report. For example, her writes, we have also considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Hey, these sound like insults, cried President Biden. (laughs) White House officials and the president's allies leapt to defend him to the press, calling the report a partisan hit job. Biden also defended himself, but it was less of a leap and more of a kind of careful, careful (laughs) rise. President Biden lost his temper after one reporter asked a pointed question. Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. Hell, he looks so spry. I love I love to see Biden aggressively fighting back against the report's accusation that he's sympathetic and well-meaning. Now, on to the age one. <laughs> it's, it, it, is it a finger wag if you do it at this pace? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. It just works different muscles. You do them slow, <laughs> then fast, then slow. You know? Yeah. Said Vice President Kamala Harris on Friday, the way the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated. Gratuitous continued Harris, unless this looks bad enough to kick him off the ticket, and then I have a story about him forgetting what 9-11 was that'll make your blood run ice cold. <laughs> oh, the shit she must have heard. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe she doesn't remember, though. 
Oh no, no, they, I have to believe her inner monologue is so loud that she really can't hear what's going on. Oh yeah, it's a it's a jet engine in there. Twenty four seven. What is the what is the line from the song like? Uh, old enough to know and young enough to do. Yeah. Kamala, 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 <laughs> Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. On Monday, Biden alluded to the report with a joke about his age and memory at a White House event for the National Association of Counties. I know I don't look like it, but I've been around a while. <laughs> I do remember that. The one thing he does remember, death is just around the corner. <laughs> National Association of Counties. I know, like, you know, just, just national, so many organizations. So many associations. So that's just what the country is. The National Association of Counties. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. America is, in a sense, a National Association of Counties. I, national Association of Counties, like, as a speechwriter, there are just these events that you have to do speeches for when the mayors come to town or the National Association of Counties or, <laughs> you know, those kinds of events. And, big and you echo speech. <laughs> and you always and it's just like there's some part of it where you're doing whatever message you're doing. And then there's a part where you have to say some version of the same thing you say, which is as as leaders at the county level, you understand this mm -hmm. because you're where the rubber meets the road mm -hmm. when you when you're working at the county level you know that you can't hide from the problems that your constituents face every single day. You can't hide when the snow needs to be cleared and the garbage needs to pick up. You understand what's going on on the ground. That's why I so value the relationship I have with America's county executives. <laughs> you know? But isn't that like the one thing? If I worked for the county, I'd be like, thank you for saying that. It, it actually, <laughs> this is actually very hard. The snow is a huge problem. <laughs> for like, sure. It is. Like, no, it they is need it. Hard. Yeah. They need it. <laughs> They need it. Everyone needs a pep talk from the president to them once in their lifetime. I like whenever we hit the road and like someone is like on their like school board or like their county Jesus. seat and they're like, the week I've had, man. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like I have been in so many meetings about this railway and it's not going anywhere. What do you recommend? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, don't ask me. Uh, what's your high note? Don't say it's coming to the show. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me just also take a moment to. Uh, remind everyone that the fact that um, Los Angeles is one of the nation's biggest cities in the nation's largest county is completely stupid. And we should not have a city with 5 million people as part of a county with 10 million people. That that organizational structure makes absolutely no sense. And Ohio has roughly the same number of people as Los Angeles County. And Ohio has a governor, a legislature. <laughs> and Los Angeles has a board of supervisors of like five people making decisions like a star chamber. And I'm not a fan of that. Okay. LA too big. LA too big. LA too big. Important. <laughs> anyway, death is just around the corner. <laughs> yeah. And thank God. Which is why we should all live like there's no tomorrow and play like Taylor is watching. This Sunday, the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs won the Super Bowl, beating the San Francisco yeah, 49ers. <laughs> what? When you hit Super Bowl, your mouth said, said any of those words. What is coming out? 49, it's 49ers. Mm -hmm. 49ers. Mm -hmm. 25 to 22. <laughs> You know that draft of a speech for Nixon to deliver if the astronauts died on the moon? I wonder how long we'll have to wait for the National Archives to release the statement Taylor would have made breaking up with Travis if he hadn't brought <laughs> home the trophy. To be read, it just says on the top, to be read in the event of football disaster. <laughs> That's what the speech says at the top, right? To be read in the event of moon I disaster. I it's called in event of moon disaster. In event of incredible. moon disaster. Yeah. Gotta use a little code. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's also very specific. We were looking at it before this record, and I forgot that it is a specific draft of a speech that is not about what would happen if 
the mission failed completely. But specifically what would happen if Michael Collins was alive oh, no. in orbit and Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin died on the surface. It is specifically yeah, so about the, the lander to take off. Right. If the oh. lander couldn't get them back off and they were slowly running out of oxygen while on the moon's surface. Did this they decide of all the ways that could go wrong, that was the most likely one? I think they decide. I don't I feel like it was a it was one that they wanted to be prepared for because it was a it was one in which the world would be watching and aware that these two men were going to die before they were dead. And it is, I have to say, the most beautiful text ever written to describe slowly running out of air and then becoming a frozen husk while on the surface of our only moon. It's not not like the submersible. It's not not like the submersible. But in the end, in the reality, the submersible just went. Yeah. I would like to speech about it, though. Not the, too late. You're right. Not in the event of submersible disaster. I'm glad the whole world wasn't like watching the yeah, submersible unfold like it was the moon landing because it was not. It does feel like they picked that scenario because they're like, what would be the biggest bummer? We should at least have that prepared. <laughs> like the one that's like, oh, that would be bad. We'll just prepare that. Also, if cameras were on the submersible, the world would have been watching. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But luckily, they didn't work. If there were, if there were, they, I'm sure they would be control like a dimmer switch or something. It's like the high note voicemail. It's like, how do we get here? Yes, the world too did not only to enjoy the game, but to watch America's sweetheart Taylor Swift cheer on her man, Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey. When asked what he plans to do after the game, Kelsey told reporters, I'm going to Disneyland right after my debrief at the Pentagon. <laughs> Ahead of the game, conservatives whipped themselves into a frenzy for weeks, calling T-Swift a psyop, presumably to get President Biden re-elected in the fall. The rumors rose to such a fever pitch, Deputy Pentagon Press Secretary Sabrina Singh had to address them publicly, telling Politico, we know all too well the dangers of conspiracy theories. So to set the record straight, Taylor Swift is not part of a DOD psychological operation. The Pentagon continued, there was nothing psychological about her mission to kill Antonin Scalia. <laughs> pure, pure wet works. After the win, Taylor and Travis ran into each other's arms and smooched on the sidelines. I know we want to talk about football right now, but as I look at Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, we've been talking about the relationship all year long. And that's love. No, it's Kels. And that's Kels. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yeah. It is? It's Kels. It's not huh. Travis Kelsey? Nope. It's Travis it's Kelsey? Too late. It's too late now. Yeah, you're right. Meanwhile, the Biden campaign riffed on the conspiracy theory, tweeting a photo of Dark Brandon with a caption, just like we drew it up. It's strange to think that the conspiracy theorists believe that Joe Biden is an all-powerful string puller and complete and total command of every facet of our society, except politics. <laughs> he's running juries in Manhattan, he's controlling who wins the Super Bowl, but he can't pass a border bill. In perhaps the weirdest commercial of the night, a group called He Gets Us ran a spot about Jesus and foot washing. Wow, I'm going to convert to Christianity, said a fully erect Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, and J-Lo appeared in a Duncan ad in which the Boston boys form a boy band called Dunkings. Dunkings! Don't, don't go away. My heart. Why you dunking me, girl? Why you dunking Dunkings! My heart. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. Time to park the car in the garage, close the door, and run the motor. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, we used to have stars in this town. <laughs> and finally, the skincare brand CeraVe ran an ad featuring an endorsement from Michael Sarah, finally resolving the mystery of why Sarah was spotted hauling around giant bags of lotion. The giant bags of lotion were for an ad, and not, as many assumed, for convulsive masturbation. <laughs> mm. We've done it again. We did it. Woo! Beep.
And that's our show. Thank you to Sarah. Thank you to Hallie. Thank you to Brian. See you sluts on Saturday. Bye sluts. doom scrolling don't forget to follow us at crooked media on instagram and twitter you can also find love it or leave it on youtube for access to your favorite segments and other exclusive content and if you're as opinionated as we are consider dropping us a review finally you can join our friends of the pod subscription community for ad-free episodes exclusive content and a great discussion on discord plus it's a great way to get involved with vote save america so sign up today at crooked.com slash friends love it or leave it is a crooked media production it is written and produced by me john lovett and lee eisenberg kendra james is our executive producer and brian semmel is our producer. Hallie Kiefer is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Coffin, Peter Miller, Alan Pierre, Will Miles, and Mahana Del Shiki are our writers. Evan Sutton is our editor. Kyle Seglin and Charlotte Landis provide audio support. Stephen Colon is our audio engineer. And Milo Kim is our videographer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designer, Bernardo Serna, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Zuri Irvin, David Tolt, Claudia Shang, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroote for filming and editing video each week so you can. But I love seeing hot people in their 40s. Me too. Being hot. Hey, it's, it's inspirational. Happen. Yeah. And Hosh, you got married after the game. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What a cool Good. day for him. Yeah. Yeah, you'll do that too. Don't worry. What? Why did, Why has this been turned? I didn't say anything about wanting it to be me. Man, we all read one day. Yeah, Stop man. doing that. No, I think you can. This sucks. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.